Hello, and welcome to episode number 247, or if you prefer, 246A. Because this is the original 200 episode 246 that you will notice seems to cut off. Actually, not that bad, but does cut off here at the end because I did not notice that my SIM card was, uh, the memory card on the recording device was out of space. Because I'm a dumbass. But uh, we still managed to get in some stuff. This is super late. It's like midsummer, covering a lot of midsummer stuff. So uh, we never really did get to cover the end of Secret Invasion, except to say here briefly that it was disappointing. It was, uh, what's the word for it? Uh, anticlimactic, despite it having a lot of CG and a giant CG battle sequence. Yeah, it was pretty anticlimactic and disappointing, like a lot of, unfortunately, the Marvel uh, series have been. But yeah, uh, we did cover a lot of ground in this one, including a lot of discussion about, more discussion about, you know, James Gunn taking over the DC Universe. But uh, yeah, I got cut off at the end, so here is this uh, bonus, I guess you could call it a bonus episode. It's either a bonus episode or it's episode 247. It's up to you guys. As always, if you like this episode, let us know. I have heard from no one, so <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, nerdproquo at gmail.com, at nerdproquo on X, what used to be Twitter. Uh, and yeah, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, because that's currently the only thing I believe that this is coming out on. And, uh, yep, uh, hopefully we'll, there's some more stuff we're going to be covering, probably not until after the end of September, so the next episode probably won't be out until October, unfortunately. But like I said, you know, it's life scheduling. If I guess <laughs> if we heard from more people and we knew more people were listening, we'd be more highly motivated to do it on a more regular basis. Uh, in the meantime, enjoy this episode, episode number 247 or episode number 246A of the Nerd Provoco podcast. Stay nerdy, y'all. Now we're, now we're good. Hey, how's it going? Hey. As usual, it has been a very, it has been a while since we have done this. Yes, um, but it's summertime. I'm like, every year as a teacher has been rough, but this year has been especially rough. But now that it's over, I'm just letting all that slide, as the kids say. And yeah. I am so much happier. Uh, I'm definitely re ready to tackle next year, but right now I am... Just free as a bird, and just happy to see you. Yeah, I'm happy to see you too. Even though my 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 work is actually the exact opposite, yeah, where I'm like I'm like, I'm like I'm uh, like, <laughs> well, no, 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 no. I mean, not in that manner. I mean, I mean, you're off, and I'm the busiest than I am oh, all yeah. year, uh, <laughs> this this month and next month, which is very good. Don't get me wrong, but it's also like, you know, business is booming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's nice. Um, it's nice after, especially after, like, uh, Chase messed up my, basically, most of my June by, uh, they made an, uh, there was, like, a, a, a bank-wide glitch at the beginning of June where they, if you made a Zelle payment on, like, this one day, it, 
doubled it. And so I had, so thinking, oh, this is like a thing, you know, uh, I sent, you know, my roommate, this was right around when he paid rent. So I like, it like doubled the payment. So I sent it to him back. And then like, I checked Chase again later and it said, don't do anything. This will be auto reversed. And I was just like, fuck. And then it basically like had to do that where basically I was sending, it was just like a nebulous thousand dollars that didn't really exist that kept going back and forth between the two of us. And then uh, because of when that fell, it like messed up like a bunch of payments that I had to make and I had to postpone things. Uh, And some of the stuff I had to postpone till like, you know, right before I had to pay rent again and I couldn't postpone stuff again. So yeah, it was a mess. Uh, Long story short is I had to like borrow a lot of money from my mom at like the uh, like zero hour because it was just like this is just not gonna yeah. it's finally over like like i even like filed a claim with chase that they took a couple of so this is so stupid like while they're invest they were investigating it they returned like a thousand dollars to me mm-hmm. that i had sent like by mistake but because it wasn't really by mistake, I was sending it because of their mistake, you know, on a long, what happened is that on a long enough timeline, one of those thousand dollars that I sent, like their investigation ruled that it was like not a mistake. So like they took that thousand dollars out like this Friday. Uh, And we had, we had to do like one last, like, and because of like, the thousand dollars they didn't take out before I didn't like have my roommate like send me to rent this month. And then, and then we hit, I was like, I got that notice. I was like, okay, you might have to send me that money the seventh, which is when the, and the money came out on Friday. So he had to send it to me. He was like, okay, I'll just put that in. Yeah. And it, it's basically was like a weird way to start, but just, it was like a point of stress, like in the background of my entire month of June. I mean, I've had like minor issues with Chase where I've like just p- this past Thursday, I went out just to ask questions to one of the reps. And I don't know, I I know it was busy, but I thought they could have done a little better. Uh, the reps at Chase and was it was it was it an in person? Was it in at person. I, I, that yeah. that can happen? What I've what you know, my room, what my roommate Justin was saying, because he also has Chase. Is it <laughs> in the past like five years or so? I have a feeling that they they have a bunch of stuff that used to be done by people that is now completely automated, and it's completely automated on such a large scale that when something like that Zell problem goes wrong, you can call customer service, but they can't really do anything about it because they don't. If it's system wide, they need like high level IT people in Chase, which I'm sure they have, to fix it. But there's a bunch of stuff that's automated like that, and I'm pretty sure it's like it's not stuff that your average customer service rep can actually fix. Well, my like, issue wasn't like IT related; <laughs> it was just like just questions about some of their services. And yeah, yeah. The I don't know, just like just the just waiting 
just for someone to talk to me. It was just like very impersonal. Yeah. And I've never experienced that at Chase. I mean, I never, I don't go there often, but typically the rare times I do go, it's been seamless. Yeah. yeah. Very respectful. And I don't know, just like I felt uh, like I was an inconvenience uh, for the first time. You know, yeah, as yeah. a customer of Chase. And well, well, what's funny like, is, 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 is it's, it's, I took my money out. It's, it's like I said, I, it's there. Even I think down to that level, I think there's a bunch of stuff that they automated on a large scale level, which, which you wouldn't think would trickle down to your local branch and the local person behind, but it does on a certain level. Like there's just stuff that like, all of a sudden, the people there don't have to handle. And then when they do have to handle it, not not your situation, mm-hmm. but the trickle down is that people they're have very, and, yeah, yeah. You know. they're more frazzled or, or just like if you just have basic stuff, it takes longer to get to your, your stuff because they have to deal with stuff that they're actually is no, isn't their responsibility anymore and they can't really do anything about it. Like it's. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, two thumbs down for Chase. Yeah. Uh, I guess for the both of us. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, that being said, uh, on to other. Good things. Yeah. Good things. Good things. Like, fuck. It's been great when it comes to nerdy shit lately. It has. It has. Um, I mean. With, 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 some, with some scandals, you know, uh, in there that we had to deal with, you know. But, you know, what are you going to do? Uh, which one, uh, Tano Chuerta or, uh, oh God, what did he do? <laughs> what did oh, he do? Yeah. Uh, sexual harassment. Yeah. That's, uh, fucking, that's not a surprise. I don't know why that's not a surprise, but it's yeah. not a surprise. Um, yeah, I was just like, I, I'm just, as a person of color, I'm like, dude, just put your fucking head down, do the work. And don't do stupid shit. Just, just yeah, don't. Because we need wins, all right? We need wins. We can't have you fucking things up because it makes us look bad. I know it's 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 tough to shoulder the burdens of your communities, but I mean, if you're a visible person, dude, you gotta accept that responsibility and just you get you gotta you. So, like, it's a cliche, sort of, right? Because it's the other side of it. It's like not a person of color, but I always appreciated that Chris Evans, who play you know plays Captain America, and in his like sort of you know not necessarily even his personal life, but just just his outside of acting life, is the type of person we all hope he is. He's still kind of a a asshole. Like I don't know if you noticed, but yeah, it came it came. People from those from that area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's he's done in like his you know political activism and all that. He he's not Mark Wahlberg or any. He hasn't done anything like that. He's actually done positive things. But there's definitely uh, most recently he was on like you made it weird with Pete Holmes, and they're both from like Massachusetts near Boston, and his the accent came out while he was talking to Pete and I was not expecting it. It was like, he came like he, ne- he never said wicked or anything like that, but there was def it was creeping in to like everything he was saying. And I was just like, Oh man, this makes me cringe a little bit. It's not your fault. It's everyone else who is from your area. Like it's their fault, but it, yeah. But that is to say that like, you know, there, 
he's like almost the opposite side of the coin where you're just like, you're just like, you didn't get yourself in any trouble. You actually do stuff that's positive for humanity. Like most of what you do on social media is pokes pictures of you and your cute dog. Like (laughs) it's like, you know, I mean, at least for me, I was close, except that figure died (laughs) of cancer, which sucked. It's like, yeah, 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 but uh, yeah, it's uh, it's been rough. I mean, it's just been rough all around for comic book related properties, yes, in movies, TV shows. I mean, granted, it's easy to shit on Warner Brothers and whatever they're doing, but it hasn't been great and rosy with um, Disney, you know, um, they're. Aside from Guardians of the <coughs> Galaxy, a lot of their stuff have not been catching steam or attraction. Well, you yeah, know, we we talked about the big, invasion, the, yeah, we talked about the know, big the reason why. Uh, it's because they they refuse to break the formula, and the formula is breaking itself. It's showing its tiredness. Uh, I don't know. I I feel that Secret Invasion is different. It which is. is why I like it. It is. It doesn't feel like a Marvel movie, a Marvel TV show. Um, but as, I don't know, maybe it's cursed where it's not Marvel enough or because... Well, we'll, we'll, we'll see what... Ha- see, the, the, the thing about that is we'll see what happens with the second half of it because we know that the second halves are always like, let's end with a big spectacle for no fucking reason because that's what we do. You know what I mean? I, they've been smart so far with keeping it grounded. You yeah. Know, I just hope that they continue that. I mean, I mean let, let's talk about Secret Invasion. It's, so it hasn't, so, like, it hasn't... Thumbs up or thumbs down for you? Neither. Because it's... it's so it. You, you're meh on it? Yeah, because it hasn't... Really? There hasn't been anything in it that has really compelled me, and there hasn't been anything in it that's really made me go, this sucks. You know what I mean? Like, there's, it's just kind of... I'm like opposite. I'm thumbs up. I mean, is it on the same level as One Vision? No, but I feel that it is either tied for second so far with Loki. Okay. For me, and the fact that I am loving the dialogue. I uh, I will like, say yes. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> episode two, I think. Yeah, episode two, fucking amazing. Uh, him between Talos, him between Rhodes. I love the interact. Fucking the torture sequence and the action. I did not expect to see that in them. Sure. I this show gives me Jason Bourne vibes in terms of it's not all um, Black Widow, which is all stylized and it's kind of gritty. And that's kind of what I wanted in a spy. What I see in the show is what I wanted in Black Widow. Yes, yeah, yeah. I will give you that. Um, I will also say that I love the relationship between Fury and Talos. That works. I mean, granted, it's I, it's I, I look difficult. I, mean, I will considering s- this is Fury after failing. Yeah. You know, thanks to the blip. Um, but yeah, just like the fact that he's way more bitter. And Talos is not despite the failures that um, Fury lent to. Well, despite Fury not 
of fulfilling his end of the bargain. But Talos, I'm digging it. I'm loving the interaction with him. It's yeah, like nice. That scene in the, that scene in the nice in the jeep, <laughs> where he that just where he's just like it's like everything that the whole reason you're you. It's like we did that. I I do. So I will say, as far as like the scene with Rhodes, I do really like that scene. I always. My only issue with that is, and this is actually, this is a, this is definitely a Marvel thing because it's still like a comic book property, is that when they're doing something like that, like the discussion that the two of them have, it's it's a little sledgehammery. They did the same, but they did the same thing in She-Hulk where it's just like. Sledge, but keep in mind, from what I understand, this is the first time these two characters have yeah, yeah. met with yeah, each other. Yeah. Um, and you may not think about it this way, but Rhodes is very much pro-American. He yeah. is a patriot. And in a situation where Fury is going against American interests, I'm liking the fact that these two characters are not on the same page. Yeah, yeah. yeah they want the same end goal, but they're going about two different ways. And... The fact that they're clashing, I wholly appreciate that. And sledgehammery, yeah, but anytime Fury has actually Samuel L. Jackson has done a good job in hammering major points, especially racial. Yeah. Very I mean, quickly you don't notice it, but the elevator sequence in Civil War with his grandfather holding a gun. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That was very sledgehammery. Um, yeah, he's, sure. He's had op- he has op- has opportunities to like mention things that are important to him because I mean that's let's face fact he is the most powerful black person in this fictional sure, sure. universe. So of course he understands issues of power and having that discussion with another person who's also a person of color who's ascended the ranks. Of course they're gonna have a conversation yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah, uh, considering they're not on the same page. Um, I don't know. I didn't think that. W- I mean, I'm not saying. Some, I, I, I didn't. I, I didn't say. I wasn't. I wasn't saying. Some, I could see how they. It could be viewed that way, but when you're on the other side, like sh- women and She-Hulk, I mean, they don't hear enough about that. that that's that's know? what I mean. That's what I mean. Is is I had like, it's a criticism, but it isn't really. Because like Charlie made the same point about She-Hulk is is like in that it's like no no you got to understand it's just like you're still on a Marvel show and you're still playing to a sort of wider audience so sometimes well not even sometimes so you have to almost make if you're going to make points like that they can't be ambiguous there can't be any gray area it has to be the dialogue has to be kind of like sledgehammery. In order to make it work, like it's like, look, I know, I, look, I get it, I get it. We have conversations about like stuff about like your audience is smarter than that, but you have to understand when you're creating a property, movies or TV shows. Yeah, yeah. Do you want? You have to understand who your audience is. Do you want things to be esoteric, or do you want it to be absorbed by a wider group of people? And when it comes to stuff like that, you're gonna have to tune the dialogue. Yeah, to yeah. make sense and to make sure it's approachable. I mean, they even did it. They even did it to a certain extent uh, on arguably the best show that Disney Plus has done. Period, and possibly one of the best shows 
was it last year? In like the top five, I think it was last year. Was it last year or the year before? When was Andor? Was it last, last year? year I yeah, yeah, possibly one of like the top five shows like last year. I was like, and even that they dumbed it down a little bit, but that was like yeah, there was a lot of trusting your audience there. Yeah, and um, th- and that movie and that that show. But that show was not catering for yeah, yeah, a yeah, wider, yeah. which is yeah. why a lot of Star Wars fans yeah, were yeah, yeah. down for that. G- 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 not the formula. As a, is, and I will, I will say this again: you're not fucking Star Wars fans. <laughs> Fuck you. Um, None of the people who complained about that show, in my view, are actual Star Wars fans. So I mean, it's like you have to know the audience. But this is a show featuring Sam Jackson. Yeah, yeah. and that dude does not do subtle at all. Yeah, he that's fair. Do that's subtle. fair. He does. I mean, uh, which is why, I mean, I just, I love that dialogue. I'm glad that he was close to saying motherfucker yeah. you know, on the train ride, you know. I also um, think the fact that he has like a, he had like a secret like scroll wife this whole time is like some, that was like one of the, like more than the end of the most recent episode, that was like a what the, what? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> That it's, was really out of left field. I was just like, what? I mean, it's okay with his spy life and the fact that, you know what, dude, it's, he's been around aliens all this time. They, I mean, he's, he deals with them more often than actual real people. Yeah, yeah, To his yeah. ascendancy in the ranks in S.H.I.E.L.D. Um, so, I mean, it just makes sense that, you know, he get to know a few of them and shit, you know. Uh, on the downside, we once again get more proof that actors from Game of Thrones are not as good when they are not in Game of Thrones. <laughs> she's pretty good, but she's not great. <laughs> she's well. She, well, I mean, it's looking at we're watching John Wick in the background. I mean, you're not expecting her to like. Sure, uh, she's sure. not. Ex- she's not given a lot. You know. Um, yeah. Well, no. See, I, 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 I think she was, and that's the thing. When you're saying she isn't given a lot, it's just like, yeah, and the not a lot that she was given, she's not carrying very well. Like, like she's okay. She's just okay. Well, I didn't mind. That. You're right. I didn't mind that, but that's because the guy who plays the graphic is so fucking great. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's he's his intensity is. It's so another one of those people. He's he's another one of those guys. He's, I've he's never like seen him before, but damn it, he is nailing it. Where because I'm a person of color, I kind of I feel his rage. Um, was another one of those guys? Is like Samuel L. Jackson was just like he just has a presence. <laughs> he just has but a presence. He delivers angry but controlled. So yeah, while yes, she's weak. Um, her performance, but she's once again the character is not asked is not being asked to do much. But See, the but that but there's else there's that she's bouncing off of are are great. I mean, it kind it's of like hides yeah. her weakness. Yeah. Uh, the what I especially appreciate about the guy who's playing graphics, and the reason why I bring up Amelia Clark as the contrast to that is there are definitely scenes. It's you know what it is? It's it's when you so there there's acting where like they're like a, a I'm trying to figure figure out how to like articulate this. So 
when you're watching an actor and they are conveying a lot emotionally by not doing a lot, uh, the guy who plays Gravik is really good at that. And he's so good at it that you, for me at least, you notice how much Amelia Clark is not good at it. Like, if that makes sense. Like, the really, really good people, like, look, I might be... she didn't have much to do, though. Like, where, what are you talking about where she could have done a little better? Because Gravik had a lot of moments where he had to step up. The the scene where he took over. So, Um, so, so, so there, my main thing is, like, there's a central emotional conflict in Gaia's character, Amelia Clark's yeah. character, that there are scenes where she's supposed to convey that uh, conflict. Uh, there are definitely shots where they pause and she like her expression changes, but you don't. It doesn't come across. Like you know that that's what they're trying to do, but it all comes across as, as wooden. In her acting, I, I look, I could, you know, I don't know. I mean, I could be talking out of my ass, but that's just how it came across to me. I mean, she, granted, she's a big time actor, uh, thanks to Game of Thrones, but I just, I don't know. I just, because of everyone else, I just thought, I, I mean, they hid her weaknesses where I just honestly didn't. And, and, much, and, 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 and spoiler, mean, and spoilers, spoiler, she's dead now. Uh, <laughs> so, well, I don't know. Yeah, well, well, you we'll never see. know. We'll yeah, no, no, no. I know, I know, I know. MCU, this is comic book shit. Yeah, yeah know, sure, so sure, sure. We don't know what's going to happen. Uh, but another actor that fucking kills it. Uh, what, M- Emma Coleman? Or? Olivia Coleman. Olivia, oh, she fuck. always kills it, though. Fuck. She's so I good. Mean, I, don't, I, I don't. My only ex- long extended um, viewing of her was through uh, Fleabag. Great. Okay. Um, but god damn it. She is magnetic. I mean, yeah. I don't know, what is it about these British actors? Yeah. I can't keep my eyes off of her performance. They're Just that episode, episode two, where she's in the meat, uh, the butcher shop. Yeah. Oh, my fucking goodness. She is so terrifying while smiling. Yes. I'm like, so, so this? weirdly, like we have talked about her before and you're never going to finish this show and that's fine. Um, uh, what is it? The. His Dark Materials. Uh, wait, she's in that? No, 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 oh. no, no, no. Uh, the the woman in that, whose name I'm drawing a blank on right now, is another one, of course, British actor. But like every time she's on screen, it does not matter who's else, who else in that scene. Oh, she's Luther? Yeah, she's oh. sucking all of the energy out of that. Like no one is looking at it. Even like you have someone like as good as Daphne Keene or as good as James McAvoy in a scene with her. You're looking at her, like even if she's not doing anything, and it's not just because she's like gorgeous. It's like it doesn't hurt. But there, there are like as you know, that show had a lot of problems. You know, the biggest one being that the pacing in the first two seasons was like murderously slow. Uh, But every time that woman was on screen, you're just she does stuff like. Physic through her physicality in parts of that show where you're just like, that's like, 
because she has like the the golden monkey demon. I don't know if you know anything about his mark. Like is like her soul. There's like I scenes where like she that, you see you <laughs> see in the show. So it's like everyone's like it's like a physical manifestation of your soul. It's like this animal, and hers is this golden monkey. And through a lot of this, through at least the first part of the show, you're just like. I don't under why is it her soul this golden monkey she's so like reserved and then you see her when she gets angry like really angry or really upset and just like the physicality of her is like oh I get wired her the personification of her soul is like this monkey like it's she just like her whole body is just like and it she's not doing a lot but you're just like that's I mean that's amazing. I don't know what that is, but that's incredible. Coleman, I mean, she is. I mean, I heard great things about her. I mean, I've, everything she's done has been great, but I've just like been floored by how she just kills every scene. I mean, obviously the opposite of Amelia Clark, but God damn it, she just she steals every scene that she's in in the show. I'm like, and that's, the la- and the episode two is just oh my goodness. The fact that someone. I mean, that's a perfect example of, like, you're conveying. And some of that, like, I don't even think is, like, like some fantastic actors, it's not even, like, a conscious thing that they're doing. What you're talking about, she's terrifying even when she's smiling. I was just like, I don't know what it is that she, I don't know what she's doing. Maybe it's in her eyes. I have, I have no idea what she's doing, but she's smiling and it scares I mean, the shit out of me. She's just so polite as she fucking cuts the guy's fingers off. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. God damn it. You know, and another thing that really sold me on this show was just like right after that, the action sequence. Uh, yeah. And the brutality. I mean, freaking graphic, just meat hooks a motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, Punisher style. I did not expect to see stuff like that in a proper MCU TV show. Uh, but I mean, the the dark tone. It gives you. It gives expect. you. It gives you some hope for Born Again. No. <laughs> No, it gives heard, me a little bit of... I heard reports that they're going the complete opposite route. Disney is consciously trying to make sure this is not Netflix. So I mean, uh, maybe I mean, Punisher, maybe. Um, yeah. Whatever they do with um, that franchise. But Born Again, I don't know. It'll be short and it'll be light and I won't give a fuck about I, that. I, I, which is unfortunate because if they are going the opposite direction, that's not the story they should be doing. Like, it's fine. Like, actually, I'm act so I'm actually okay with a lighter version of Daredevil. But it's like if you're it's it's the same an argument I've made with a bunch of their like Black Widow is just like if you're gonna go there that direction, there are better stories. Why are you picking his darkest story? And and why are you essentially retelling his? Like you're doing Born Again? It was like the Netflix show did that do, in season three. Yeah, but like, I don't think it's gonna be faithful. To I mean, like, sure. with Secret Invasion, I mean they're using well, like the Hawkeye, title. like Hawkeye. They 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 took the the his solo series and they basically butchered it for the purposes of the That's show. That's what you're gonna get for Daredevil. Dude. Yeah, all right. That's it. It'll it's in name only, but it's I mean, as you said, Netflix did Born Again. They're not doing that. They're gonna. Whatever I mean, it may be titled it, but they're gonna do something completely different that is very much PG rated for everyone. And um, 
and I know you like Daredevil because of the character and the depths that they go with that character. I don't see that. I don't see Disney being capable of doing this. I mean, Secret Invasion surprised me. Sure. But I think this is as dark as I guess Disney, at least so far, is willing to go. So as far just quickly so we can get it out of the way, and I, I don't think you've watched it, and I don't think you're going to watch it. Uh, and I'm going to say this, and I am – like I, I I wish more people listened to the, I wish we were a more popular podcast because I need I, I really want everyone to listen to me when I say this. It does not matter that Henry Cavill is no longer in The Witcher. It does not matter. <laughs> when you watch that show, it does not matter who plays that role. Wait, the ten people who watch it care about that? <laughs> I'm the sorry. internet, the internet, the internet really? would the internet would make you the internet and a bunch of YouTube channels that like cover nerd shit would make you believe that it's super that it's such a big deal that the audience dropped off fifty percent during this third season and they're all kind of blaming it on the 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 casting staff who was like no it was going to drop in ratings no matter what it does not. It does not matter if you watched that show. I don't care if you read the books and you're, you you thought Henry Cavill was perfect. I don't give a shit. You're you're you don't understand the show itself. When you watch that show, it is a cheesy, fantasy, violent fantasy show. It's a lot of fun. It really, 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 really does not matter at all who is playing Geralt. It doesn't. It doesn't play. It doesn't matter. You could get literally almost any, like, jacked actor, and they're getting Liam Hensworth. That's totally fine. It a, does not matter who is playing that role. Jacked dude who can act. What? Uh, a jacked dude who can act. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it does not matter. You know, when we were talking about, like, the rest of the cast carries that, he is the weakest, worst part of the show. The rest of that cast are carrying that show. They are so much better than Henry Cavill is. It does not matter. I do not understand why people are making... That people are pointing to that as the reason why the show is failing. Uh, no, the show was going to fail no matter what. It's not that good. I give this show another season before Netflix cancels it. I mean, uh, fair, It's the I'm other sure. half season. They're going to they're gonna cancel it after the, the this first... Because they've already released the first half of the third season which is the last part with Henry, Henry Cavill, and then the second half is going to come back come back a little later this month with Liam Hensworth, and everyone's going to make a wait, big, wait, hairy so deal about it. Wait, wait, he, so he didn't finish the season? He did not finish the season, no. This is the way I understand it. That oh. like, yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean, that's fucked up on this part. <laughs> you know, well, I, 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 no, from what I understand, there's a whole, like, thing behind it that, like, it's not all. It's not all on him. Oh. Uh, but but that's what I'm. Even if it isn't all on him, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. Like. Well, I mean, the internet is filled with you know assholes who really whose opinions don't matter. And well, I mean, I'm glad that they're passionate about his performance. But sure. Majority of people don't care. Yeah. And majority of people aren't. 
not watching. Aren't watching it. Aren't watching. You know, but so. that's. But that even the weird thing is like that even like furthers my point. It's just like there aren't enough. There weren't enough people watching it. Period. Where it matters who's cast in the lead role. And plus, like, Netflix is doomed to like kill this off. I mean, t- with uh, Netflix's history of like canceling shows. Where its own shows really go beyond season two or three. Sure. Listen, this show is a success by Netflix's standards. Sure. Yeah, that's it's not my a, it's not a Stranger Things. It's not going to get five seasons. Yeah. Or four seasons. You know. So just be happy for whatever you got and move on to something yeah. else. That and you look, know, look like that is nerdy. That my my thing about it is like I is like people are it it just strikes me that like people are taking the show too seriously. And it's it's actually just like a super. It's like a super fun like B movie level thing. Well, I d- would disagree with you on that. It's not super fun. It's actually a <laughs> I that first season. It, the first I, mean, I will give you that the first season is not fun. The I, second season I tried to give it a shot. It was too much work for me and. Second season I don't care is for the se- that much too yeah. Simple. Second season is much better. Third season has been like. Much more fun. It's just you know, what are you gonna do? Um, oh, di- I have not watched the last episode of this season yet. But have you watched uh, Black Mirror? I can't. I'm already living this universe. I don't care for Black Mirror anymore. I I can't. I'm at a point where depression. I can't watch it. Anymore. It's fair. It's fair. I mean, before that, it was better. But since 2016, no, thank you. Uh, <laughs> I am in no mind space that's, to that's deal fair. with a well, black mirror. Well, maybe at in here, the here's here's what I all say. Because from what I've heard, they've minimized the technology or the prevalence of technology. In the so the first, the first, the first, the first episode is very much a classic uh, black mirror episode. The rest of the episodes, uh, the final episode accepted, just because I haven't watched it yet, are more straightforward horror movie, horror oh. episodes. Okay. Um, the second episode is like sort of also a Black Mirror episode, when it's a, whereas like it's about, they also have a, f- a fake version of Netflix that is kind of the undercurrent, where it's like, it's like a show within a show kind of thing going on. Which the second episode definitely takes it, it's a you know a pair of people making a documentary. Uh, they go home to their hometown. They find out that there's like this like you know sort of famous murder that happened at their in their hometown. They start to investigate it, and they and the the guy the main guy discovers something kind of really disturbing at the end of it. So you like it. I liked it. I also, I mean, Rich hated it, but I think that's what I didn't hate it. I understand why Rich hated it Um, because it's very much they're going, especially with the second to last episode, they're going in a they went in a very different direction. And it is one of those things where it's just like. I love Charlie Booker, but it's just like this is you're trying to do straightforward sort of straightforward horror stuff mm-hmm. and it's not your strong suit uh you're not bad at it but there are people who are way better at it than you than you are or can in the case of Guillermo del Toro can curate it 
way better than you can. So it's just like, mm, why are you trying to do straightforward horror when we have Cabinet of Curiosities? Like it's Cabinet of Curiosities already, and he's trying to do what he did with Black Mirror, and it was just like. Yes, sci-fi, techno- technology stuff, and horror have similarities in, like, that they both have, like, here is the main plot, and here is, like, the sort of sociological or political undercurrent to w- what the sh- what the episode is about. And he's, like, he's just... If this season proved anything, it's, like, you're not as good at it when you're doing sh- sort of straightforward horror stuff. I mean, listen, I'm, I'm happy that he was able to experiment, you know? Sure. It's... It's great that Netflix allowed him to do that. Um, I mean, I'll give it a shot at another time. You know, maybe it's too soon after the end of the school year. Sure, I'm sure, sure. Not, I can't handle depression yet. Uh, I can't watch. I can't watch that. So they're maybe not. They're not I, depressing, I, in my opinion. They're not depressing. Really? Yeah, okay. they're just. They're just not. They're not. No, because they're like episodes where I just. I, they're great. But they're just like they just emotionally drain you. The only you episode know, that's um, that I would say that's even remote. A few episodes are really uplifting. The uh, the uh, I will say the only episodes that's that's remotely like that is uh, the second episode. Uh, but it's not it's not super depressing. I need to know is is the Selma Hayek episode amazing? It's in my opinion, it's hilarious. Okay, I love it. Okay. Um, All right, I'm gonna watch that season. Yeah. yeah. For her. Uh, I'd be curious. Uh, so just really quickly, because I know you're not into uh, horror, but it is kind of, we need to uh, talk about it. Okay, you might need to go elsewhere, Kitty. <laughs> I know. She's definitely going to come back. All right. <laughs> she never listens. It's, it's just, you're, that's my mic hand. You can't, okay. Um. Give me treats. Yeah, uh, God, it's Jesus all up in my face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, really quickly, Evil Dead Rise is just I, o- is just okay. I was, it's on my queue. I'm not sure when I'm watch it. Probably it's, in October. It's short. It's short. Um, but did you like it? It's so what? It's it's meh. Okay. So so my thing is, even though it's not a huge budget, it's. Weirdly, so part of what makes the original Evil Dead movies so much fun uh, or, like, you know, for the time, scary, but when you watch them, like, the effects are really cheesy in modern context. But there's so much, because they're working at such a low budget, there's so much, like, inventiveness Mm -hmm. and, like, silliness and stuff that's over the top. Plus, you just have especially in the second and the third ones, just Bruce Campbell, Campbell in, like, full ham mode. Uh, there is nobody in this remake that is on that level. I mean, the woman who plays the mom is... The cast is pretty good. They're all kind of nobodies. Uh, there's some... There's, like, some, you know, sort of shocking gore in it. But it's not shocking in the same way that the original two were shocking. I mean, it's see the shockingness in the first two are aren't as shocking now, you know, because the effects aren't are kind of cheesy. Yeah. But for the time, a lot of the stuff that they did in that gore wise was super shocking. This has some of that, and also like the final like creature they do, 
for the end is cool, but the problem is that there's there's nothing particularly inventive about it. You know what I mean? Like it's just. I mean, in an age of CGI and yeah, exactly. You, you're not gonna get that anymore. Uh, the only thing that's gonna be inventive is our filmmakers who do horror on a purposely low budget. Yeah, or or just or just um, th- that feeling, but or or there's just we've been or just numb to all that or stuff. just conceptual. I mean, it, it do, you know it, it you know probably doesn't help that this is like a, a retread of an old property. Uh, I mean, there's still I look. It's it, a retread, but let's be honest, not that many people probably saw true. That. Uh, A24 has been gr- like. A24 has like two, maybe two or three horror movies that are coming out this year that all look really interesting. <laughs> and they're all really small scale. Like, Evil Dead Rise is also small scale. It all takes place basically in, a, in one building. Um, the budget. I mean, yeah. I'm assuming the budget is high because of the CG. Yeah. And, and A24 is definitely, from what I understand, of that. Well, Evil Dead, Evil Dead, Evil Dead, Evil, Evil, Dead, Evil Dead Rise is not. A twenty four. Well, yeah, hence the bigger budget. I'm yeah, assuming, yeah. and all the CG and A twenty four is probably looking for any horror that kind of looks really, really lo- well. They buy movies or rights to movies <laughs> yeah, if they're a smaller budget. So, of course, they're gonna be really. Good. Uh, also, I will say, uh, Megan is super fucking fun. It's I heard good things about that. It is it is essentially Android surprisingly funny for that's what yes, I heard. Yes, it is Android Chucky. Wait. But it is it is it is for the fact that it is just a modern day Chucky that is like an Android. It is, it's doll comes to life basically yeah, yeah, like yeah. and instead of voodoo it's technology. Uh so basically it it's Chucky, it's child's play. But the so way out, that it outdid the modern version of Chucky, because Chucky tried to do that, where it's a robot. Yeah, and and it's, and it's it, yeah, yeah. Megan is it's you know s- super clever. Also it's also very it's also very short. They're both very short. They're both about an hour and a half, maybe a little bit longer than an hour and a half. Both of them. Uh, you know, obviously, Evil Dead Rise has a lot more gore in it. Megan does not have a lot of gore. There's not. There's yeah, like. Then I'll check it out. Then. There. Although that scene with the doll slash robot dancing, that was creepy. It's. It is one of the most memeable movies that have that came out last year. Uh yeah. It's. It's. I'm not gonna lie. It's super entertaining. All right. I'll. I'll. Um, I'll, I'll check that one. If it's not that gory, I'll. I'll it's creepy. Like there are definitely like kills in it, but the kills aren't it's not you don't see mm. what happens mm-hmm. in a lot of it so it's just it's fine yeah it's yeah but it's, yeah, it's a lot of it. and it's also one of those things where it's just like uh i'd be a it isn't there is a it's a mix of practical and cg i could not tell what was what uh it is it looks amazing, but also like everything. I, I I would be really curious about the making of it because it all looks practical. I do not think it's all practical. There's just some stuff in there where you're just like this. They couldn't have possibly have done this practically. 
there has to be some sort of like there's like a real body and maybe a digital head on it, especially for Megan herself. Like it's it's but it's it's so well done. <laughs> like it's so well done. I'll definitely give that movie a, yeah. a chance. Uh and if you have not watched uh what is it, the the Santa movie with um, it's on my radar. I'll probably check it out towards well, it's a, the holidays. Oh, you're going to um, fucking love that movie. You need to watch that movie. You're going to fucking love okay. that movie. It's so great. I mean, it's it's a, Christmi, a Christmassy, a real Christmassy version of Die Hard from the sound of it, right? It's Die Hard if instead of – I'm going to spoil one thing for no, you. No, don't. Okay, don't, okay. Don't, don't, don't. I'm going to um, – but yeah, I mean, I get it. I mean, it's gory, uh, and it's Christmas. I, I mean, as long as it's fun, I'm down for that. It's so. great. It's great. Right. And there's two. I'll add that to there's, my Christmas. There's cue. two brilliant choices they make for what's his name, as far as his character. Okay. Uh, one of them. Don't I, reveal it. Yeah. Well, the second one I'm not gonna, but the first one I kind of do, just because it it's really early on in the movie. Yeah, you 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 find I, out. I don't. I barely watch trailers. Okay. Okay. I well, it's, I don't think it's in the trailer. The trailer. No, no, I barely gives, watch trailers. Gives, gives you gives you a certain know impression as, as possible. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I'll definitely check it out for Christmas, because I have my uh, holy trinity of diehard films that I watch. I do not acknowledge the fourth one. Um, oh God! Yeah, yeah. if you watch Die Hard, that should definitely be yeah, uh, this movie. Should be. Oh God! Now, now I'm drawing a blank on what it's called now. What? This movie. Oh. Yeah. And what's his name from Stranger Things? <laughs> play yeah. Play Santa. Uh, We're old. We're it's. Forgiven. It'll yeah. It'll come it's to me. <laughs> Someone um, is yelling at us right now. Uh. So what else do we want to? Did I, it's weird? I feel like we did talk Guardians. about Guardians. Yeah, yeah, did we talk about Guardians? I, I, have, I have no idea. Hold on, <laughs> it's, it's been so long. It's like we're old. It's been so long. I don't actually remember whether we talked about Guardians or not. Maybe we did. We must have. Yeah, we must have. Well, well, well. I'll, I'll, I'll while we're we move on to the Flash. Uh, I will. I will check this. It is. Yeah. I mean, let's let's talk about the Flash. Yeah. Um, because it was a latest <laughs> uh, DC slash Warner Brothers flop. Um, yeah. I mean, James James Gunn's movies can't come soon enough. Um, I mean, is there a chance that it'll flop? Probably, but. He just needs to focus on making sure that this movie is a great movie, uh, the next Superman film, um, to be specific. But in terms of the Flash, overall, I feel that it's we we did not talk. And if we did talk about it, uh, it is not in an episode I posted yet, so okay. we can always talk about it again. Um, yeah, let's stick with Flash though. Um, it was a good send off to the fucktard that is the Zack Snyder universe. Sure. Um, I call it the Zack Snyder. Sorry about that. It's okay. Uh, go over with a lint. all over you. Yeah. I have a few lint brushes. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, this it sucks that you know I love these characters, but the stain of just the lack of vision, or maybe and and the, sta- vision, and the stain the that that there's that their star turned out to be a mon fucking monster. Uh, I mean, also not a great actor. <laughs> like he did not. He did. He did not carry the movie at all, and he he needed to be able to carry the movie. I think it might have, even if he was able to carry the movie, it kind of poisoned it that you just know he's a monster. Yeah. Um, like, it was a good movie. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. As high as a, of a praise. The worst I could say it's, I'm not even. I don't think it's even meh. You know, there have been meh movies out there. I thought it was good. Um. As I keep t- saying all the time when it comes to Warner Brothers film, what, did Disney just buy all of the CG studios out there? Right, because, right. Because, my fucking God. Right. They can't win. I mean, they did Kong versus Godzilla, and that shit looked great. What is fucking up with Warner Brothers? Wait, I mean, what? why can't they? What is with the effect? Yeah, yeah Kong versus Godzilla was great. Uh they can't they couldn't find someone that cg i'm sorry this is gonna be spoilers cg nick cage cg all of those people cg christopher reeve and 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 helen slater uh yeah yeah yeah. it's just i mean i kind of appreciate the fact that it's shitty because they're trying with the limited budget yeah they, they had but god damn it um yeah, the CG was pretty bad. That being said, that being said, that sequence was was kind of fun. Uh, I mean, it was fun for me because I didn't know about it. Yeah. At all as I said, I don't pay attention to any yeah. trailers. Or I didn't, I knew. So I, I knew. That I knew that they had. They were going to show different universes. I didn't know which ones they were going to do, and it turned out to be like all like the television and yeah. video and the uh, movie ones. I kind of appreciated that. You I did. Know, I did it too. Was, it was a nice. The Nicolas fun, Cage was was a fun um, little Easter egg. I like. It was like why Nick Cage? And it when you mentioned that he tried to audition for Superman, is like oh, no, 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 no. You don't know this story. No, I think he did audition for that. No, 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 no. no. They gave it got him. way further than that. This was the. You don't know this fucking story. I, I just They made a documentary about it. The oh, fade the fade pay. Tim Burton the failed Tim Burton Superman? Oh, oh my god, that Jonathan Peters, the guy who produced the Wait, Tim Burton was gonna do Superman? Yes, they ca- I did not know that. Nick Cage didn't wasn't just auditioned, he was cast. They were all the way into costume fittings. There are pictures. You can see him. I saw those pictures. I just thought it was like testing the same way they do. No, 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 no. It was costume test, but it was costume test for a movie that was already in production, and it got shit-canned. Nick Cage? Famously, yes. This is an infamous movie, the the infamous Superman movie that never happened. Yes. Oh, God, you should watch this the documentary about it. It is, it's fat, oh, it's fascinating. Originally based on a... Originally based on a, a script by Kevin Smith that got heavily rewritten and then scrapped. Like, it was... Yeah, it's... 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 The story of that one is... And it's mostly because, like, the guy who was, like, the producer, like, Jonathan Peters, was, is, was like, a nutcase. Like, uh, it's... it's Yeah, uh, it's kind of... Yeah, that, that one's amazing. I, I also appreciated the... 
uh, for the same for the exact same reason that I appreciated in Nick Cage, like the Superman that never was. Uh, I appreciated the the Eric Stoltz being in Back to the Future, oh. because that was the other example of they they had cast him, and they shot started shooting the movie, and apparently Eric Stoltz was not working out, and three weeks into shooting, they fired Eric Stoltz and hired. Hired Michael J. Fox, and the rest is history. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, that was fucking great uh, Easter eggs. But by, by the way, unrelated, unrelated, that. unrelated to the Flash, another great uh, side story to Back to the Future is the reason why Crispin Glover isn't isn't in the second one. Why he gets they have you know George McFly get killed is because. Uh, Crispin Glover was really upset with the the sort of like weird 80s capitalism is great message that got like inserted into uh, the end of Back to the Future, the first one, and that they were kind of continuing for Back to the Future 2, and he didn't want to be involved. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, granted, Crispin Glover is kind of a weirdo in general, but but like... Uh, yeah, that's also a whole other story of like the reason why Crispin Glover was supposed to be in the second one and he's not. <laughs> um, I mean, going back to, to the Flash, Flash, yes, it was they made the effort to put some heart. Yes, and did they execute it perfectly? You know, no, no, but no. I it was it was okay. You know, it was good. You know, it's like. These are characters that you'd like to identify with. Yes, this guy can run super fast, but I mean, ask yourself, you know, if you had a loved one who passed away, would you abuse it for fame, glory, or are you going to try to undo a mistake that has haunted you for your life? And that's why I loved, you know, the new uh, 52. Yeah. You know, and this movie is pulling a lot from new 50 yeah um which i get it it was fine um i just i just wish that the villain didn't suck i yeah. mean in essence it's a shittier not a, even a reverse flash it's just him yeah i, I mean i was kind of hoping for zod um, yeah and you know that was a major Disappointment. I was expecting more from the Kryptonians. Yeah, I didn't get that. K- k- I mean, uh, the the woman who plays Kara. She's awesome. She's awesome. And and more. and we're just not gonna even like. Michael Keaton's just fucking great. <laughs> Michael Keaton's just fucking great. <laughs> it's like it's like as that kind of go like we we're gonna say it, but it kind of goes without saying. The Batman parts obviously were yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean it's. It's a great attempt to salvage a shitty universe, I think. And it makes sense. It, what I did appreciate was the fact that it um, explained Sorry, his... This part of your couch is now kind of... That's fine. <laughs> um, damp. <laughs> um, I appreciated where he was during the Kryptonian invasion. You yes. Know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That much I appreciated. Um, overall, I felt that you know it was entertaining. It was fun. Yeah. Um, I was never bored at all. You know? Yeah, uh, and I, I've been bored with I a think, lot of I the think, DC uh, films. Sh- sh- shouts too because I, I ran into Lel 
uh, and we talked about the Flash a little bit. Uh, shouts to them and and E and T phone home, uh, sort of sister podcast. Uh, he required. I think he described it as like a a really fun shitty movie. <laughs> Like a really good, shitty, like a really, harsh. like a really good shitty movie. Like it's, it's harsh. I don't know. I wouldn't call it. But I, I'm I'm paraphrasing. That's not exactly what he said. But but it wasn't. It was. It, it wasn't as harsh as I'm probably making it sound. Like he was saying, just like yeah, this is kind of a great shitty movie. <laughs> um, because it's like it it tries, and yeah. the director I forgot his name, he really tried to. Um, in fairness, in, fair, in fairness, the shitty parts weren't weren't necessarily his fault. <laughs> you know. It's nothing you can do. Like I said, nothing you can do with. Uh, we need to say again, the monster that is Ezra and, Miller. Like, <laughs> and from what I heard, even it was hard to promote the film because no one wanted. Everyone wanted to avoid the fucking giant elephant in the room, which yeah. is. The fact that he's a fucking monster. Yeah. Even the cast members didn't want to be asked questions about it. I mean, it's... Yeah, I yeah. Mean, they, the whole purpose of releasing that is, one, to put a nice bow around this fucking Zack Snyder universe and to to recoup some money. Yeah, and there's a that's, whole... That's there, there, You could make... I mean, we had a whole... It's to recoup with, 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 with Charlie, like, this whole sort of, like, moral argument about, like, whether they should have released it or not. Uh, and that there were people who were actually there were a, a sizable group of people who were saying that they shouldn't release it because of the scandal. It was like, nah. And my thing, my response it's, to that is, it's capitalism, and they've already canceled one movie. That yeah, I mean, if this was okay, I can't imagine what Batgirl yeah, would have been like. So 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 and my so there, I mean, it's like you can't also they have also to recoup something. Whenever I say that, I I also imagine that not just that they have to recoup something, but also given that I read that Henry Cavill, Gal Gadot, and Ben Affleck all filed like a, a like a breach of contract suit against Warner Brothers, uh, if not a break a breach of contract, then it was just like like they held they basically held them under contract. It's just like, I'm sure there was probably also a, a bunch of legal reasons that we'll never know about why they couldn't not release it. Like, it was like, n- that not, like, and, and I'm sure those were all, a bunch of those were financial too. It was just like, like, there's probably all kinds of reasons that we'll never know. I mean, they needed the money. <laughs> to yeah. be honest, they needed the money, you know. any. I mean, yes, it was a flop, but I mean... With Shazam and this, I mean, anything that they can. Oh, I'm good. Uh, anything that they can get out of this. No, and not for nothing. I mean, it sucks. I, f- I, mean, I actually felt bad about Shazam because I watched that movie and was like, "This was a fun movie." God, it was it, okay. It was o- the, it was okay, but but it's cursed by mediocrity. Mm-hmm. It's cursed by mediocrity, mm-hmm. and because people know it's going to be mediocre, they're not going to give it any benefit of the, de- of the doubt. They are going to assume that it's either going to be ba- bad or meh. And granted, we we love comic book films that are standalone, but god damn it, you want to see you want to get like you want to your time is an investment. 
and you want it to pay off in some bigger overarching weird 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 the dcu connects to anything weirdly even though zachary levi might not be involved at the end of did you watch the second shazam movie okay the the thing at the end with the justice society there might still be a justice society thing no No, it won't be the same but i no they're not i mean what hopefully james gunn realizes that you can't just like dump everything all at once. I mean, look at fucking what Marvel is doing, and that's where they're suffering from. It is oversaturation. Yeah, you know, st- build slowly, create anticipation b- with characters that are money and box office. Don't just inundate the uh, market with shitty characters that people don't care about. I'm sorry, I don't give a fuck about the Eternals. Yes, it has a bigger, it can connect to the wider yeah. uh, galactic universe. But fuck them. I mean, if you want to connect to the uh, to space, that's what the Guardians are for. Uh, sure. Not. I don't give a damn about the Eternals. And um, the thing is, and the thing is, uh, if you want to come, you know, beating the dead horse, and then we'll talk about Guardians, Guardians Three itself is. We shouldn't have cared about Guardians. We cared about the Guardians because James Gunn made a great movie. Great, made a great three movies, arguably. With granted, these characters are not popular, but he made us care about them. Yeah. Um, internals, we didn't give a damn about them. Most, aside from Wonder Woman, uh, with I guess one movie, uh, I'm not. I guess I'm not going to even mention 84, even though I loved it. Um, a lot of the DC characters, they. I mean, I disagree with you. In ter- in fact, in the in your argument that DC characters are hard to get down, you know, support because they're like godlike characters. And no, um, I, I but wait, that's fi- not exactly what my argument was, but but okay. <laughs> well, I mean, they're they're more down to earth and somewhat more relatable uh, compared to DC characters. Yeah. Um, but I feel that whatever happened with the DC characters. Whatever the writers, the directors didn't do, do do a good job executing and making people care about them. Um, granted, it's because Zack Snyder he does not do really great stories. He does spectacle, um, and he, when it comes he, to spectacle, he's on point. But create he like, didn't understand characters. He didn't um, understand what actually made the characters compelling. Even if he did, do you trust that he would create a story that you'd care about? No. I sure. mean, if Batman doesn't kill anyone, it's still going to be a bad movie. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's still no, going to no, be no, a I bad agree. movie. Um, so I, it's the fact that just lack of execution um, and being able to get people to, to write characters that people will care about. That's been the f- major flaw so, of so Warner Bros. Before, before we talk about Guardians, I want to mention, because James Gunn, is taking overall that that uh, I was listening to an interview on Inside of You with you know Michael Rosenbaum and he was talking to James Gunn and he was just like you know are you stressed out are you freaked out about the new Superman movie and he was I was until I wrote the script and yeah. I was just like that actually the way he said that actually makes me hopeful about that movie because that means that because he was asking uh, are he was also asking is like are super movie Superhero movies, like, you know, are we past the point? Is it oversaturated? And he, and he was just like, yes, 
but the reason is because people aren't actually still tell- telling good stories with them. I mean, like, <laughs> like, like James Gunn. I mean, his stories have been. I mean, granted that they may not have been box office successes, but goddamn it, if you sit down, you will enjoy the fuck out of his movies. Uh, the Suicide Squad, the one he did, great. You know, was, super. Uh, superhero was his, his first crack at a superhero movie, and that movie is dark he's as a shit. Fucking great writer, yeah. And that's and that's all you need. Marvel's movies haven't been great when it comes to writing. Um, with James Gunn, the best written films are his films. You and know, which I, is why I, don't, I have hope for uh, the upcoming Superman. I, I, and I don't know anything about the new. He look, you know, as far as the look, he looks fine. Of the new Clark Kent Superman. Rachel Brosnan as fucking Lois Lane. That is I fucking so perfect. I don't know much about her. F- I've never seen... You've uh, never Fabulous watched Maisel? Maisel if you watch she Ma- was great on um, House of Cards. If you, I know her from sure. there. And if you, I thought she was amazing. And if there. you watch Maisel, you're like... Maisel will convince you even more. There's like, oh, that's the perfect Lois Lane. But to be fair, I mean... They... Lois... The... Actors who've portrayed Lois Lane have been great, you know. Consistently really pretty great. It's yeah, yeah. just, it's just Superman that they've yeah. hit flat on. Weird, I mean, weirdly, Cavill. I've, I, I've, I, I've, I know people stand him, you know, but he's not a great actor. Yeah, he looks the part, but he's the fucking bad actor in a bad movie. Let's fucking so, toss him. So, in. so, so I think, as far as like the Cavill stands is. What I always come back to with Henry Cavill stuff is anyone who is standing him so much needs to watch virtually virtually any Japanese live-action adaptation of a manga or a manga. Uh, and you will see them get the aesthetics near perfect because one of the things that when not when there's american adaptations of japanese properties japanese manga japanese anime but when there's japanese uh probably i always point the one i always point to is uh full metal alchemist the full full metal alchemist live action movies they aesthetically as far as the look of the anime and the manga are pitch perfect it's aesthetically they're perfect as far as capturing anything about what made the anime and the manga compelling they are awful and that i point to almost every with the exception of a, a handful of the ones that are like the samurai manga like the rory kenshi movies or kenshin movies are great the blade of the immortal movie is great but that's it's easier to do that because you're not it's like a it's a samurai film essentially uh but it's just like yeah it's just like here in america is like we get way too attached and even with like like casting it was just like as far as like representation we get i think we all get way too attached to the what we're seeing and not enough to what's actually you know, who's writing this? That's the big one. It's just like, who's writing this? What have they done before? You know, do they have a track record of actual good writing? 
who's directing it like is the studio interfering it's all be, people are like they're all about like what they're seeing and the Henry, Henry Cavill thing I think is a perfect example of this not in like a representation sort of way but in a kind of like aesthetically he's perfect you know what I mean and people got really especially because like comic book fans or whatever they get really attached to like yeah, the visual a, aesthetic of unfortunately, it unfortunately they're not a, they don't give a fuck about story yeah you know and um that being said I've, I've heard the new adult the new like anime-esque Superman on Adult Swim I've heard is amazing I, I kind of want to check it out now um but I mean, in terms of box office, I mean, it's you going back to your argument about like how they can do like a JSA. I don't think they can do that. You've got to start with a good stable foundation. Oh no, no, no! I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying right away. I'm saying that that's. I mean, we'll see. I mean, because yeah. right now, Warner Brothers is on a losing streak. Sure. <laughs> yeah. They just need to have a win and and build off of that. Uh, I'm just hoping that they can start small, intelligently, and build a world. Well, they're with characters. They're they're, they're not. They're thing. starting with Superman again, but that's. Well, you have to. Yeah, I mean, that's it, the thing. Yeah. And that's where Marvel is kind of flailing. Is I mean, Robert Downey Jr. is had to do his own thing, but MCU was great because of the foundation of Chris Evans and Robert Downey Jr. You yeah. need a Superman. You can't yeah, do yeah. shit in DC without yeah, Superman yeah. being your foundation. And hopefully the relationship between Superman and whoever they cast as a Batman. Sure. They have to be the linchpin yeah. for everything. So if they fuck Superman up, and yes, you have to because you don't give a damn about a DC universe. Wait, we don't give a damn without a Superman that matters. And yeah, yeah. this universe, what, you saw Shazam with a... Uh, a headless Superman. You just saw his body and nothing else. You, you you have to have him as a prominent figure that can connect to the other people. He is the he is the superhero yeah. that inspired everyone. So I know you. It's like another Superman film. Well, they fucked him up. You know the only the last great Superman film was Superman two. 